Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Ray. I'm Alex Reed. Welcome back to another episode of... Welcome back. We have obviously welcome back. Obviously welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> because we know you're here. <laughs> we, know. Um, we have an incredible guest today. Somebody that we have been a fan of since we have heard of her and her amazing book. Our absolute favorite. Honestly, <laughs> it's actually been. It's actually been As like. <laughs> Okay. Yesterday I asked on Twitch, I was like, what are you guys reading? And then someone was like, Children of Blood and Bone. And I was like, love. Have you heard our episode on it? <laughs> plug, back, plug back. I just, like one word, love. I yeah. love it. So yeah, yeah we have Tommy Adeyemi, horns, bum, bum, bum. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm happy to be back in London. Oh, we're happy to have you. What is it? What's everything been like? How's everything been like the past year for you? Oh, God. Well, it's funny because I did this and I always joke about doing this, mm-hmm. but my sense of time is so scrambled that I've written key dates <laughs> on <you're> my <laughs> wrist because even literally in the car here when I was talking um, to the, you know, the publicist from the publisher here, I was like, yeah. oh, we were, I was doing like math equations to figure out concrete dates. And I was like, how many months are in a year? Today is March. It's May. No, it's not May. <laughs> um, So it's all scrambled, but it's what's. I find my sense of memories are tied to places and experiences yeah, in the yeah. UK, especially. Um, I had so many of like the reader experiences that stick with me yeah. or like the uh, people I still talk to mm. either on Instagram or things like that. Yeah. And even just getting here both times, the, the border patrol agent made me cry <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's partly like an American savvy yeah. thing, but like you hear a British accent and you're like, Hogwarts. And then like, <laughs> like the oh. UK patrol agent, <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, what are you here for? And you're like, oh, like, I'm an author. They're like, you're an author. Good on you. And you're like, oh, well, thank you. Good on me is right. Thank you. So they just make you feel very proud of yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when I got held back at, in Texas, when they just didn't like, they didn't let you through. They didn't let me through. Oh, and man. They, they held me back. Yeah, um, see, it's only yeah. the UK Border Patrol agents that I like see, have I mean. a very memorable, heartwarming. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're not too bad. We're good. But, not um, too bad. <laughs> How has been? How has it been like in terms of 
God, it's been... Is it a year now since publication of Children of London? Yeah, I, and even I just realized that in the... And I realized that in, like, in, I guess, I don't know, is it Monument? Or I don't know what the yeah. word is. Mm. But, like, there'll be things where I'm like, oh, my God, it's been on the, like, bestsellers list yeah. for a year. And yeah. I'm like, cool. But it doesn't... It You can realize things and they don't click. Yeah. And so I was even in the car and I was like, oh, my God, it's been a year. And it's... Because all of it is such... There's such a strange... I have a strange relationship with it because I've lived with it so much longer. Yeah. And so it's hard. It's like I don't even know what version of the book is out still. Oh, man. Because it's it's just been... Oh, for yeah. me, it's like one continuous hodgepodge. So yeah. being like, yeah. oh, it's been out a year. Yeah. Or hearing people like, oh, I read it a year ago. And I'm like, how? What is a year? What is the concept <laughs> yeah. of time? Yeah. Did I write this book? It's just been and so, yeah, yeah, it's just... Yeah. Okay. So, so your book's been... It's on the World Book Night list. Yeah. yeah? And um, so how do you feel about that? How do you feel about all the recognition that the book has been getting now? Yeah, I would say the most meaningful things are when you know it's getting to people who wouldn't otherwise have it mm -hmm. and kind of the people you wrote it for. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Especially for me, like I was always a book nerd, but I maybe around, I don't know what you call it here, but around middle school, so mm -hmm. six, maybe 13 years old is when it went from being the way our education was set up, or at least the way my education was set up. Like yeah. you're kind of rewarded for being a book nerd mm -hmm. and you get the summer like reading challenges and it's like read 50 books and you can get five airheads and you're like, oh my God, currency and reading is power. So it's like all these things, you have the scholastic book fair and then you oh, kind of yeah. get like to 13, 14 and suddenly reading is not this fun thing anymore. It's like yeah. you have to read A Tale of Two Cities and oh. now you have to write about it yeah. and you're not allowed to write about how much you hated it. And you're like, so... <laughs> so I did that. So I had A Tale of Two Cities and I wrote about how, how, much I it, how much I hated it. And then my teacher gave it back and was like, are you being serious? And I was like, well, you yeah, well, asked me for a yeah. review. That's I the, like the book. thing. And like, that's what I wish I could tell. Because again, and I'm not even going to say I don't like this book because I just yeah. don't think a, as a 13-year-old. There's so yeah. much I read mm -hmm. at that age that I was like, this is trash. Yeah. Yeah. And I've read like 2% of it as an adult and been like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um. So I'm not even going to say like, this is a trash book, but it's mm. just like, it's the whole thing thing i think people place way too much importance on like this is a classic mm -hmm. and this is this and this is reading yeah, yeah and yeah. this is and you're yeah. like and you're like Ugh. and it's like it actually <laughs> doesn't matter it's like if you are reading a comic book mm -hmm. or you are reading like rolf waldo emerson like it yeah. actually doesn't matter at so that age it's like reading. as long as you're reading yeah. and we and it switches from that like, as long as you're reading, I'm happy to, like, there are 10 books in the world, and if you don't like them, then you're trash and you're a stupid person. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm trash and a stupid person. And so that was my belief mm -hmm. of, like, or not, like, fully that, but I just thought I hated reading and writing, even though that's what I loved most. Mm. Um, so with things, especially, like, World Book, like, is just getting it to... And I don't even know if we're there. It's just getting it to people who just wouldn't have these. I just want people to have a great adventure. Yeah. And yeah. like you can get that yeah. when you get the right book in someone's mm -hmm. hands. We all like, I think we were thinking about in terms of when you were reading as a kid in America, we here have that idea of, you know, reading the 1% and the fact that only 1% of um, characters in children's books are black yeah. or ethnic any other ethnic minority. Was that the case? 
in sort of reading in America for young children's books as well? Or do you definitely s- did you see your thing? I would say it's almost still the case today. And the reason I say almost mm. is because a lot of the people who grew up mm. not seeing themselves are now writing books for people to see themselves. Mm. So if you look at it or you even look at the best, you know, there's whenever the there's like, oh, look at all the women of color on the bestsellers list mm. or look at all this. Like we have these moments and it makes it gives the illusion that we fixed it yeah. or that it's now the majority but if you go if you did a pie chart it's <laughs> you know whenever we have all these things or I think it's because we have these big commercial successes that are diverse so you yeah. have like I don't know if any book has ever The Hate You Give has basically been number one yeah. for yeah. two years yeah. I don't know if anything in the history has ever done that and you see that and you feel hope but then you get the the diversity in children's literature mm-hmm. census at the end of the year and it's still like yeah. we're not even at 5% you know and I think the best thing was I saw an actual illustration mm-hmm. and it was like and it just drew like okay here's a white kid and here's how many white kids you see yeah. and then it's like here's a black kid maybe there's like two black kids so like here's an animal because there's a lot more animals <laughs> of that talk than yeah. there are like you know and you keep yeah. going and you yeah. see the erasure and, and that it's a it's again it's still i would say the global scale is erasure yeah. yeah so on one hand it's like we're making all this great progress on the other hand we can't get complacent mm. um because there's so much more work yeah there's to so, do. Much more. so much more and yeah. even for me the intensity of like the things i do or even sometimes i'll do things that compromise my world building but it's like i'm okay i always say this i'm a huge nerd but then there's like the nerd nerds that were like well in Page six, you established. <laughs> like, I know a fan is going to fight yeah. with me one day. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, yo, you can fight me because it was more important for me yeah. that this person see themselves than my world building be 100% clean. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know me not seeing myself meant I spent 10 years writing stories with the main characters who were the people I wanted to be, but they were white or biracial. Yeah. And like, I erased myself from my own imagination and like mm-hmm. really realizing like that, that. Yeah. and having to know that I'm still fighting against that mm-hmm. is like, okay, I'm going to fight to make as many people as, or as many kids as possible not go through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were some of your favorite books then growing up and what kind of inspired you to get into YA itself then? Because, yeah. you know, like everybody looks at YA as a, as a very particular genre. It's like, oh, well, if you don't really, really want you know, to touch a YA. To be honest, I haven't read like, YA You know what? Because I was watching, I was watching friends yeah. from college. <laughs> and like, you know what? I'm, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Friends from college yeah. is like the ultimate yeah. parody. There we go, yeah. Because he was like, oh, he's a literary writer. And then they're like, well, you got to write YA. And he's like, Mm. The, the, like the, the werewolves and the so like, yeah. vampires, yeah, vampires and stuff. yeah. Think that's a very cynical way to look at YA yeah I feel like it's what do you think like where I think the funny I think it's just like people are so into themselves yeah. and like they <laughs> want to feel I just see so many people rip on YA um and I think mostly I think there's a small percentage that comes from misunderstanding but the other percentage that's like well the title means young adult mm. and I am an adult adult <laughs> I do not. And I was like, you know, comic books are young adult, right? This billion. I was like, what are the billion dollar franchises? Mm -hmm. Young adults. Star Wars is not an adult. They're literally fighting in space with lasers. It's like. Everyone's looking for the deep. Yes, exactly. And the thing is what I realized, too, because even in my own writing process, like having the book be moved to December, it's like, okay, I can take a space to breathe and like really look at it and I'm looking at all these great stories and I'm like 
all of the world's favorite stories are young adult stories and they're simple stories but when they're simple you can make them complex mm -hmm. if it's complex there's not much you can do but it's like the simple things that the everyone can connect to and then you can talk about love and you can yeah. talk about acceptance you can talk about yeah. finding yourself you can talk about legacy but it's with a simple story so whenever someone is like i'm like literally show me is the great gatsby a billion dollar industry is there a theme park? And I'm not <laughs> ripping. I'm not ripping on it. Yeah. But I'm saying it's, 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 it's we have these park. global <laughs> franchises and they are all young yeah. adult properties. So if you it's have true. seen a Marvel movie, if you have seen Star Wars, if you have seen Harry Potter, mm -hmm. you then you like right. young adult stories. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's there's no point in. in I actually enjoy how Friends from College yeah. parodies it <laughs> because yeah. it, it is really funny yeah. to watch, um, especially the stuff they do. For like writer's block yeah, and stuff. Get, yeah, uh, but first I was like, am I mad at this? I was like, no, I'm not mad. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but I think it's like, it's that, it's when people take themselves so seriously so that they're like, now I'm going to write an article in the Atlantic about how young adult genre yeah. is used. And it's just like, dude, like go on Netflix yeah. or something. There's, like, like, so there's so much more you can do yeah. than like rip on something it's that true. you clearly like yeah. and has made a lot of money. Yeah. I do so. think that like with YA authors, I guess, even have a bigger responsibility because it's technically what I like to call moral building mm. in, yeah. in, That's in, That's in children true. when you yeah. have like, um, Harry Potter, the idea behind all of that is basically at the core is friendship. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have you're growing up on these things that you have to come to terms with yeah. as as a child and as a young adult. Budget. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. it's all about moral building in young people, mm. and I think that is so such a bigger responsibility than. I mean, I love adult fiction, but it's almost a cop out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a real. I think yeah. on two levels, it's like because on one hand, it's like you know that these are this is a story that can be in someone's heart for the mm. rest. of Like the fact that I hear a British accent, I'm like Harry Potter. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> this the whole history yeah. of the UK does not have to do with Harry. But like yeah. that's yeah. that was embedded in my heart, and yeah. it is a core of my being, and I'm gonna carry that for the rest of my life. Mm. So you know, there's that, and on the on the entertainment value too, you also know that you can't. Like when someone's like, oh, just wait 150 pages and it gets going. Like, you know, you have about a paragraph, yeah. Yeah. if that, because there is Instagram and there's Snapchat <laughs> and there's Netflix and there's YouTube. Yeah. So no one's about to sit around for 100. Not at least someone in the target age range is not mm. going to sit around for 150 mm. pages for it to get, for it to get good. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's also what I find, too, because I'll, I'll pick up an adult book. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I thought this it's first like page was trash. And I know that <laughs> is intense. So yeah. I read the first chapter and I thought that was yeah. trash. And what kind of time do I have to sit through trash <laughs> and wait gonna, for it yeah, to get good? I'm controversial about this. So, all right, all right, all right, say it, say it. I always say about the Toni Morrison books. There's a hill you have to get over before you oh, get uh, to yes. the crux. Oh, yes. Before, before you get to the I valley. I agree. You've got to climb up that you mountain. Have to, you have yeah. to go through it. You have to push You have to push 250 pages. And then you've got like 100 pages of just like intense story. Incredible. And devastating ending. And you're like, okay. So Thank you. I, so I did the climb. I did the climb. And, and that's, what, back down. that's what it's like with a lot of literary adult, yeah. adult books and the like. So we've got a question from our executive producer, <laughs> Carissa. Yes. She couldn't be here today. So she's kind of like devastated about that. But she wanted to ask, she's, this is her question yeah. in its entirety. So. <laughs> um, many people, including us, are inspired by your story and the fact that you're presenting us with a different idea of who the author can be which is incredible. We think it's important to see characters, but also people who are part of the public publishing industry who look like you. That includes authors, publishers, and booksellers. Mm -hmm. What's the one piece of advice 
uh, you would give to aspiring young writers or people who want to be a part of the publishing industry, especially those who come from similar backgrounds to yours and ours? I think that's a great question. Yeah. Um, and I would say, I instead of like being like, here's my advice, I'll just say, here's my method, <laughs> is you, like I said, there's only a couple of us. There's like maybe there used to be like maybe on 10 fingers. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe there's 20. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more. It's like it's slowly. So we're slowly growing. But I say latch on to that person that you connect with. I think I think and I would hope at this point we have enough marginalized authors or like authors from marginalized backgrounds mm-hmm. who have either had great or like good commercial success or good like literary in like in terms of like prizes and things like that like latch on to that person and gently stalk them and i say gently <laughs> um because it's like just find out what they did to get there and for yeah. me it was uh Saba Tahir and Angie Thomas you yeah. know Angie was the one who made me feel like oh i can do th- i can do mm. this the way i want to because i was like that girl looks like me yeah. that girl is writing about the things i want to write about that girl is getting that money and she's yeah. that and i was like that's what i want and now i know it's possible it was never possible before her oh, but as soon as she said it was possible like with and that's what she did with her book deal was i was like cool now it's possible for me to do it and that's literally like we talk about like okay you, everyone can push open the door a little bit wider mm. but for me she just flew it open so yeah. it's like now i can go at my dreams with like as much gusto as I want because mm-hmm. it's the impossible is now concrete and possible. So mm-hmm. it's not about looking back and be like, okay, well, how many of those big book deals are a year? How many people are not their advance? How many, the percentages are still abysmal as they would be in anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's not just from an, even a diverse background. I'm just talking about in general. Let's say you it's had all the yeah. things. It's still really hard to publish a book, but you don't focus on that. Yeah. You say, look at this person. They're doing it that way. That means I can do it too. Yeah. The other person for me was sub it to here. Um, I read An Ember in the Ashes, and that made me want to write Children of Blood and Bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the idea yet, but it was just, like, something so beautiful. So, And, like, I was going to say, if you need a follow-up, I have some follow-ups. <laughs> but, like, yeah. that level of epicness and scale, and I was like, I had never experienced a story yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I was like, well, let me look at the author. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. You know, like, let's look. I was like, oh, why do I love this brown fantasy there's a brown author behind yeah. you know and like yeah. let's get into let me get into her story how did she get this deal oh how did she sell the movie you know mm. like really go All in and at, there's yeah. so much information there's podcasts like these there's interviews there's blogs there's Instagram. you know it's like it's very easy to gently stalk someone and so you just do that <laughs> gently, gently. gently i say gently especially with the show you out because it's like <laughs> gently stalk means all i want to do is raven claw your success See? yes raven you know raven so raven claw your success just really look at that and like mm. let that be a virtue and then on the non-side it's just like then just write write yeah. and get really good at it yeah. and really study it something i'm like loving right now is youtube analysis of things and mm-hmm. they break down like these things i was like this you could do i could put together probably a whole curriculum that is just <laughs> youtube videos mm-hmm. and like these are things that i watch and i listen to because they make me better writers just inspire mm-hmm. ideas um, didn't they? Yeah. yeah i was doing that this morning like literally i was like oh what are you gonna do and i was like okay this calms me down and it helps me learn and yeah. so it's oh, just like yeah. they're just get really i don't want to swear yeah. but get good at it yeah. <laughs> i know it's like whispering to the podcast <laughs> and they can't fine, see because i've always been like my whole existence is like swearing be like i didn't swear i didn't just swear yeah. you heard what you heard was your own sin so <laughs> it was like but it's like really like study people who are doing it learn about it especially because it's a business too yeah. and you need to to be successful you have to 
educate yourself on the business aspect. And I think the easiest way to do that is to be like, okay, well, how did you get Mm -hmm. this deal? Let's pull back. Um, But then just get really good at what you do Mm because the combination of those two things and no one can stop you. Yeah. All right, so I, I do think it's important that we um that we speak about children of blood and bone. Okay. Because we've, we've um for the film and and the that's, film that's what and, I'm, and, I'm and like. And stuff because, because <laughs> Ray and I we've had these conversations like we've had these big conversations. We bring it up nearly every other podcast yeah, episode. Do. Something like that. Like, like, so like, like oh so what tribe are you from again? Oh, oh. Like, where, where are you at? You're a burner, right? Yeah. Burner. yeah. Um, what was that again? You're Inan. Yeah. Oh, connector. Yeah. People. Yeah. So what did you, what was you, what, where would you place yourself? Oh, you're a reaper. So I am a reaper. Oh, yeah. And like something I'm real, like, I was like, I could just say, oh, it's children of blood based stuff. I could say my life just because daily <laughs> is just fantasy me. Yeah. Um, but I think that would confuse and scare people. So, <laughs> but yeah, when I was just like, I made the whole quiz and yeah. then I was like, oh, now I'm going to take. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And I was like, of course you're a reaper. It's like, yeah. you know, but I didn't do it to become a reaper, but yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. that makes it sense. It makes sense. I read the book and I was like, so I, I feel like I'm a connector, but then you did the, put the test out and yeah. I was like, okay, so let me take it just in case I'm just yeah. like a grounder or some, something else. We didn't get much info on the burner, so I didn't know. I was like, I have yeah. no idea what. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let me just go into it. Yeah. So how um, do you, but yeah, but how do you feel about the film and all that stuff coming I mean, out? And it's being so. Optioned? And it's funny because if you had asked me this like two weeks ago or before the book had moved, people were like, how do you feel about the film? I was like, ask me on April 7th because mm-hmm. April 6th is my deadline and I don't oh, have okay. feelings till April 7th. Now I'm like, okay, it's just, I think it's just the poten- the potential is so exciting for mm-hmm. me. The potential for what it can be and what it can do 
and especially I'm not looking at it like book one. I was like, no, let's do the whole franchise. Yes. So yes. <laughs> for Sorry, me, like, game. yeah, game. the image I have in my head or they, there was this really big, I think it was like Entertainment Weekly, but like the crimes of Grindelwald, like yeah. the whole yeah. cast. And it was like 48 people mm-hmm. or something. And I was just like, how amazing would that look for book two? You know, yeah. like yeah. me, amazing. I have this big cast Lessie in my head. Black, and so black, I'm just, black, yeah, black. you know, I was just like, see all ranges and shades yeah. and yeah. sizes and, and features. Colors, and oh I was God. just like, how epic would that be and even with like like it's i guess i guess that's just the excitement is mm. realized and something i realized too about art is like the best art is a fusion of all these different types of you know like it's called makeup artist it's yeah. called costume mm. designer it's called you know like all of these things are someone's passion and it their passion comes through in one very specific lens yeah. and so in a movie, what you're doing is you're putting all these passions together. And obviously sometimes, not sometimes, most times the foundation is weak mm-hmm. and people aren't entirely passionate yeah. about like, I don't want to throw something on there, but maybe like Sharknado <laughs> 5. Yeah. You know, maybe that is someone's passion. Yeah. And then, you know what? You can message me and be like, actually, bitch, that's my passion. <laughs> and like, and good. Because yeah. it's like, I want people to do their yeah. passions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you can feel... For example, like uh, I would say when you look at the Black Panther or I don't know who else, like story nerds do this. Um, But like looking at how the costume designer like breaks down her inspiration to Ryan Coogler, breaks down a fight scene and you just see all this stuff and you see or the soundtrack. You just see Mm. all these the peak of people's passions weaving together to create something beautiful. And I know it's like there is so much opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. For that, to, from the hair to the makeup oh. to the body makeup to the to the stage, like the Coliseum the... fight scene, yeah, I see funny. that in my head. There's I'm like, just so, so much, and I'm so like, sick. and I'm like, okay, no, what? It can't yeah. be. We don't want this. I was like, why doesn't this work? And I was like, oh, it's too perfectly CGI. We need gritty, like this random tornado yeah. video. I like, yeah. you know. So it's it's very exciting from both an art perspective and then a world perspective. Because yeah. mm. a, a friend asked me a couple years ago, like, what do you think the world would be like if Harry Potter had been black? And I was like, holy. Just, wow, <laughs> you know, because it was a Black Mirror episode yeah. for yeah. me. Because I was like, okay, well, then the boy who lived and the boy the world loved is this little black boy. Yeah. So then, do we? No have one's getting shot. No. Well, that's my thing. Yeah. I was just like, does Tamir Rice get shot in a world right? where, where Harry Potter was black? And I didn't. And I don't say that like that thought experiment as like anti J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I, I don't put that on J.K. Rowling. But I'm just like these things. I realized that stories matter. Yeah. And I think something writers tell ourselves a lot or entertainment, they're like, we're not doing brain surgery. But it's like, you are. Because if you do something that affects the way a person sees themselves and the way a world sees that type of person Mm. and affects it for the better, and that's something they carry with them in the rest of their life, and then suddenly it's like, let me not shoot this person for looking that way. Which seems very simple, but again, that's literally what happens. It's like, I have an image of you in my head, and so this is what happens. It's like, change that image, and that's what this stuff is. So, yeah, yeah, it's the potential. I'm so excited about the potential. Have we secured Michael B for Zane? (laughs) That's my biggest question. (laughs) It's a funny part of me. I am tempted every day to be like, fan cast, but I was like, let me not invite (laughs) that. Don't do that. Because, like, don't bring that drama. Literally, because I know in my head, I'm like, okay, so Michael B is going to be the best thing. Or, like, as soon as the we were finally able to share the director news, my brother sent like a screenshot to the family group chat. Um, And it was like, hello, Toby, dot, dot, dot. Oh. Uh, I currently live in Canada, um, and I was wondering if you could tell me where I could send my audition tape. 
This is what we were saying. This is what we were saying. We're like, so who have you get crossed? Why have we not been contacted? I said I would take market person number three at at any time. Just an extra walking by, just like looking into the camera, ruining every shot. Okay, so So we have been like following you on Instagram, you know, gently stalking. Yes, and every every day, and every time when like when you'd be like I don't know singing, um, Alex will (laughs) message me and say something like. Why isn't she writing? <laughs> like, I'm, like, where, I'm like, where is the book, sis? <laughs> like, the book, we sis? need to finish the. the, the <laughs> I was like, this is you're correct. What's going on? I love it. Yeah. Um, but children, yes, of virtue and vengeance, yes. vengeance and virtue. All right, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Okay. <sighs> How was it? How was the process of writing that? Well, I'm still writing. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm still writing. It. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> It's always funny to me, like, when I can see someone asking, they're like, oh, can I have it? And I was like, what? Uh, it's not done. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I update you so much. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, where you're at, yeah. Because um, it's like, on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, I was like, how many years did George R. R. Martin get? Before? Has he finished? No, I don't think he's <laughs> No, finished. he hasn't. Um, But it's like, <laughs> and part of it is the, y, the YA expectation is a book yeah. a year. Yeah. Um, but what I found, again, and it's... It's amazing, but mm. I found for people who are like really, I, I don't want to even say that, but for books with like so much heart and soul, a lot of times that are over like 500 pages mm. and all this stuff, very complex worlds, like that's not the, like I think Harry Potter was a book a year until f- book four. Yeah. And, then it's yeah. Um, and the yeah. book and the first three Harry Potter books are closer to middle you know yeah. so there's smaller stories that it's like once it got complex so yeah, i think yeah. that's the even though it's a book a year is the standard it's like when a story gets complex enough it needs time or yeah. it's gonna fall but apart the, and the thing about her is like because people had enough to kind of go back on and kind of review and go back over and yeah then it was like all right so we're ready for four yes four exactly whereas down. i find a lot of why fantasies now are starting at book four yeah. yeah you know so it's like we don't get that those three which the, the those smaller stories that you could turn up faster it's like we're starting at book four so now we need to go to book five and book six or book seven and that's the crazy part so the whole from a story writing perspective um it's been relatively smooth i would say from a a real life perspective that's Mm -hmm. been the battle because it's one there's there's the expectation of less time everyone wants it to take less time than it needs (laughs) there's also not as much like I didn't go back and count because I knew it would stress me out. Mm-hmm. But the amount of last year that was spent, like I was in the UK for like a month. Yeah. Last, you know, and those are months. And I was like sick the entire time and I was yeah. like still trying to write. So it's like it was going, knowing that there were months last year where I was out of commission and then you get back and you're like, I got to write. But you're very empty from, yeah. you know, being mm-hmm. not an introvert for a long time. Yeah. So that, I would say, was the battle. From a story perspective, I'm like, okay, let's go. And, like, even having this space. And it was, like, still cramped space because it's, like, I people are like, oh, okay, get the thing. Well, for me, I was like, I'm still out of time. I was like, for me, I felt like I'm behind on this book three months before I started this book because that's just the thing. It's, like, you want to go over everything again and again. Um, So from a story perspective, I'm really excited. From a life perspective, it'll be nice to wrap it up um and then go to like a like a chirogenic chamber (laughs) for at least a month yeah and just be i'd be like frozen hold the calls (laughs) 
no question. I was like, literally freeze me yeah. because if you don't freeze me, I will keep. My brother sent me this article about uh, this is early Kanye West. So I, yeah. this was like a couple years ago, well before what is Kanye, today. Kanye. So this is before I think he released his third album. Yeah. And it was okay. just talking about his work ethic. And he was like chasing basically his chasing perfection. And he's like, as humans, we can't create anything perfect. But yeah. when you're an artist who chases perfection, you drive yourself crazy over it. And he was talking about his method. And I was like, oh, this is both comforting and sad. <laughs> because that's like my brother, my brother is a musician and we're the same way. And it's like, yeah. it has to be perfect, but yeah. it can never be perfect. And then you have all these outside forces that like, they're not chasing perfection. They're like, how fast can we get it? <laughs> and you're just like, this is my legacy. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's, I would say that's been, that's what book two is for me. Yeah. What it's going to be for the reader, I think is a really satisfying adventure because yeah. I'm not, I'm very anti-bridge book. Okay. Um, so it's just yeah. like. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah I was like, no, yeah. we got a whole, it's yeah. like, and I, mm, my plans for book three, which you will not see for a while, but I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm very excited about book three, but yeah. it was cool to get really excited about book two and yeah. like. And so for now, for, for me, it's like I have the vision. There's a lot there. And so now it's just about executing that vision yeah. as well as I can. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we read the blurb and I just saw Civil War and I was like, whoa. <gasps> I was like, everybody gone. Oh, everybody died. I'll be reading the last two chapters of uh, Blood and Bone before. The last chapter of Blood and Bone, I just, I remember finished reading it and being like, what is going on? <laughs> like, so, why does everyone have magic? Yeah. Why does everyone have white hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Someone yeah. talk to me. Yeah, I so need help. I was up at like four a.m. because I couldn't sleep. Because I was like, listen, I need to finish. I need to finish this book, okay? And I was like, I cannot sleep without without finishing this. So yeah. I was up at four a.m. I sat there at like five thirty, like it's done <laughs> like what's going on what's like going there's on? no more pages what's someone going told on? me they threw it across the room <laughs> i almost did that but I like the because cover. they <laughs> like someone said they shook it to see if more pages <laughs> what is going on here and i was like that's the one thing it's the most beautiful thing so selfishly i wish i could see those moments yeah yeah um because that's the diff like i think with you can't well it's in the nature of art it's a little bit weirder now with social media mm. um but like with a book, it's like you can't see someone experiencing the book. Yeah. So I think that's the uh, someone who already has a hard time processing. Yeah. When people are like, oh, my God, it's like, oh, if I could see that, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But there's still a little bit when someone's like, oh, my gosh, I loved it. I was like, OK, good. You're like, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's sort of my default. Like, OK, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love the image. <laughs> yeah. Distraught. Oh my like, gosh, I, I, so many things happened with, with me with that book. Missed my I, I stop. Think I always remember texting <laughs> you. on the on the train on the tube. You're lost like, my umbrella. Lost sleep. <laughs> like, it's shocking. What but, I hate is when people tell me they listen to the audiobook in the car. They're like, I almost got in a crash, and see? I was like, Don't do that. That's very. <laughs> Like, like, and multiple people have told me that. And I was like, wild. I don't think this is a driving <laughs> no. book. No. That's very Because I was like, yeah. I don't want to read like, oh, you got into chapter 37 of Children of Blood and Bone when the car veered <laughs> off the rail. Like, that's what I worry about. Like, when the who's, fifth person told me, I was like, like guys, you next need on a- the line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next on the line. All right. Oh, man. Well, so, thank you so much for, you know. Oh, yeah. sorry. I forgot to say my news. <laughs> oh, yes. I thought we could get away with it. <laughs> it wasn't for you meddling kids. If it wasn't, it wasn't for you meddling, meddling kids. kids. Um, guys, guys, I am officially 
Wait, I need to. Wait, I can't on. even look at you. Wait, the I face can't, even, I I can't so ask more information. That's the only information I'm gonna get. But basically, guys, last year when um, oh god, where was it? Was it Leicester? Nottingham. Nottingham. That's it. Mm, yeah. Um, I interviewed uh Tommy in in Nottingham, and she was like, "Oh my god, like your name is so nice," and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I did the test. I'm a burner." And For some like, reason, that oh, went really? Valley Girl. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't. This know. is what we sound like. Nine oh two one oh. And then I just was like, oh my god, yeah, my name is Merciful. <laughs> yeah, and then she was like, and then she took out her phone and then she wrote my name down. And I always talk about this moment yeah. like, <laughs> because I felt like, you know, sometimes authors they try to gas you up yeah. just because it's like, oh yeah, you're a reader. Let me let me do a thing, yeah. you know? But this girl, woman, <laughs> this reaper, <laughs> this supreme being. <laughs> this supreme being. <laughs> You know, outside of Beyonce. Yeah. I'm going to have that as my she, alarm clock. <laughs> she, she put my name in this book, guys. Oh. Me, Raifa. Me, 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 me. And I'm a general. And it oh. makes sense. sense. Yeah. It makes every sense. And you don't understand, guys. I, I literally was nearly going to cry, but then I held it all together. Yeah, and right. I might cry when she <laughs> And just jump up and down. If you see her, I'll be on the tube crying. Just swear. Please, <laughs> just console her. Um, <laughs> happy tears. What do you mean? She's happy tears. Um, just give her a thank tissue. You. Thank I, you. I feel so honoured. Oh, yeah. That As is, in, that's amazing. I'm going, listen, I'm going to find a way to go to like the premiere of this Oh, we'll be, the film. We'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> You'll be like, excuse me. <laughs> Oh my I, God. I'm the general. Just come as the general. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Wait, guys. Book two, when it gets made into a film, they better not cut out my character. <laughs> is change.org a thing here? Pardon? Change.org. Oh, yes, it is. It's like a public petition. For the, to get the petition. And I was like, you could start I... your petition Stop right petition now. now. Stop petitioning now. This is going to be rolling. the most. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to practice my speech. <laughs> I'm going to tell my mum. What to do? Because what? it's only right that I act her. It's okay. only right. Okay. You said you don't, you, you have changed my you life. You know what? It's actually <laughs> so true. Like, all, of, all of what you're saying is true. and fair. I'm balanced. Like, so I can't even counteract That's anything. That's me. What do you mean? I'm like. This is who I am. Yeah. I, said, I, I, I can't. I'm shaking. <laughs> so, thank you, Tommy. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for coming. It's always amazing speaking to you. Honestly. So you need to come, oh, you need to come back on when you have when children but yes. it children of virgin <laughs> vengeance oh yeah that's definitely going to happen yeah, oh, yeah. we usually have a mostly flicks part of the show so yeah. oh sweet films, yeah. so it would be great if you could come on and we could oh, all be of that oh a good stuff. journey what do you mean um, i love you <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's amazing but yeah um, where can people oh where can people find you did they just google you now what i mean it? now it's just like, <laughs> like what is it now? how does it happen like, you could you know stalk her yeah, gently gently yeah gentle gentle with no malintent <laughs> yeah, because that's illegal, guys. That is illegal. I don't know. Did you see the the you? Oh show? my god. Oh my, like that ruined that me for like gentle. three she had, days. She had no curtains. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't okay, well, there's there are yeah. That feels like a different podcast, but yeah, no, there there were some like just basic things where I was like, you could have changed this. Yeah, like I feel like she should have been on like the fourth floor or something, right? which yeah. would have been a better character moment for his creepiness to like get up yeah. there. He threw a brick for her. Just, and just and a little bit, this. but that's a whole side note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But thank yeah. you so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Um, okay, thank you so, for having me. You know it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so where um, can they find us at? They can find us at Mostly Lit 
on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> 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 on Instagram. Um, I'm Alex Reads everywhere. Ray's Raif everywhere. everywhere. Um, <laughs> now general Ray. <Rafer. laughs> general Ray. <Rafer. laughs> <laughs> Guys, I will never calm down. I know she will never calm down. She will live this. Thank you. <laughs> you you will go away and leave me with her. <laughs> She's gonna enter the podcast. I'm General Ray. Nice I see you. You have that. You're like nice to see you, General Ray. For mostly lit podcast here. It's- <laughs> Wow. All right, guys. Best make sure make, make sure you promote us on um, iTunes, yeah, Acast, Spotify, like wherever you listen to podcasts. Throw out all the stuff. Rate, review, and subscribe. Make sure because the more you rate, review, and subscribe, the more we can do what we need to do yeah. in this show. And then please tell us what you're reading, watching, and what we should be reading and watching by messaging us on Twitter, on Instagram, emailing us at mostlylit at gmail.com. And wow, this is long. Honoring. <laughs> I know, I really love it. There's so much that we have to. Uh, okay, and, um, and that's it, guys. Have a, have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.